The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello, my dear friends, my dear listeners. Remember, in the previous episode, we started talking about the beliefs some of most, some or most entrepreneurs may have that is pushing them to work hard, to struggle, to live a good part of themselves on the business, and that to some risk we explore so far. And for those who did not yet listen to that episode, please go ahead and do so in order to make a little bit more sense of this one. So, in this episode, I wanted to take back some of those beliefs we mentioned in the previous episode and reverse it just to see how that actually resonates with you and how you may challenge yourself, uh, providing you are in that situation, or a good entrepreneur friend who happens to push it far too much and you see the risk they don't even notice so far. And by the way, um, the, the reason I mentioned that is that I sometimes have, you know, friends and family of entrepreneurs that are reaching out and saying, listen, can you talk with them? Because they don't listen to me. I don't, I don't longer know what to tell to them in order to stop, in order to, you know, do this for the kids or whatsoever, right? So providing this is you, hopefully this episode will give you a little bit of tools to challenge the way some of entrepreneurs may take those beliefs to the extreme. Now, this is not an easy topic for most entrepreneurs because it does trigger a sense of scarcity, the fear of not making it. And when you own a business and that is your main revenue source, it is only normal for that fear to go into panic and very far because not making it in your business may be equivalent of not having any revenues. Most of the time, not being able to have any credit or additional social support from the state or government. And many entrepreneurs, even they are quite successful today, they will naturally talk about the risk of becoming homeless and their family not having enough for a decent living. And honestly, I don't know of any entrepreneur who didn't at least joke about this possibility. And also that is extreme, it is true that the risk is higher for them. As, as I say, most of the time we don't have unemployment to cover for us. We don't have, you know, somebody else that will step in and manage the business for us and so and so forth. So all that is totally understandable and the risk is definitely higher for an entrepreneur than for an employee. And in that case, you know, challenging them on hard work when they believe it's the only way to avoid being homeless is indeed a much more complex case. So providing this is you or providing you have friends in this category, stay with me and give it a try. This is what I will try to do for you. Let me take it back for the few myths that I mentioned in the previous uh, episode. Um, because most entrepreneurs will live their life and business by, so we can reverse it a little bit. Sounds good? Remember, the first one we are mentioning was success comes with hard work. This is 
the most common one and often runs in family businesses. Remember, I share some about uh, my new clients in the previous episode, especially one of them who happens to run her father business uh, in Japan. Now, all that she has seen during her childhood was her father's hard work. And I may go back and explain this example a little bit more in the next episode. And yet, it is only natural when this is the model you have grown up with to redo the same. Nonetheless, when we challenge that, she did confess she is tired. She knows that this is not the way because um, she observed her father working hard, not necessarily enjoying his life, doing it out of duty and obligation. They are very respectful towards his own family and yet dying very young. Now, I'm not saying, uh, of course, there is any direct link between you know him being an entrepreneur and dying young. I mean, this is a completely different topic. Yet... It's enough for her to challenge the belief, especially when that belief may not longer serve her. Would you take success no matter what? Yes, you may have to be ready to do so in order to succeed, yet there is a limit where too much is enough, where you need to know where to stop. The problem with that belief is not hard work in itself. There are worse quality, if you want, to have than hard worker, right? Is that this is not the only way. And sometimes this can be the, the, the way that pushed you into uh, the abyss. So maybe we can slightly change that belief to something that still sounds true to you, and yet it triggers some different emotions. Sometimes success comes out of hard work, yet not always and not only. You see the difference between success comes with hard work? It is almost the same, yet... Putting it with sometimes and understanding is not the only way, always, it already gives your brain, your mind, a different status. By doing this, we use our mind to the reality that hard work is a value, yet too much hard work may lead to success in not a good health and happiness, and there is a balance to be found. The second myth or the second belief is that it's normal to struggle when you are an entrepreneur. That is a second belief, and yes, most entrepreneurs will struggle in the first years. And their why has to be really strong. We talk about it so many times in order to keep them going through the hard times. Yet, who decides what normality is? What is the struggle for? Yes, struggling can be a fuel, a fuel for your engine, and yet, how long can you fuel out of struggle? When you, we use force, it is only normal to be exhausted after a while. And it is only normal for this to pay back on a short time, I will give you that. Yet, on a long term, that could be not only quite exhausting, fighting all the time, it's exhausting, but also can have a higher price than you ever expected. So why not realizing what most entrepreneurs do experience as well? Higher results when they are in the flow, in that high vibration and energy of doing, not what I must or have to, but also what I love and I'm really good at, what makes me different. You see, when we do it like this, it's not that we do not put a lot of our energy in what we do. It is also that our own business energizes us 
fuels us instead of consuming our fuel. By the way, hope this all makes sense. Um, and next time you want to fight against all odds, remember there are more joyful ways for fighting than fighting when you are um, in those ways you are more efficient and more performant. And by the way, um, I was mentioning this example in Japan. I have um, a very good client of mine here in Romania and another very good client of mine in, in Portugal, actually. Uh, both of them, they are really hard worker and struggling a little bit with, with that. And both of them are realizing also, because we are working together for a while, that when they are in the flow, not only the results are higher, but they feel much better and much more energized and enthusiastic as well. So this is not just a nice words that, you know, nice concept if you want. There is really a way to do things differently. Number three, you must know what you want in life and be ready to pay the price. Now, this one is easy. Knowing what you want, having not only that clarity, but also a strong why that keeps you going is, the, is key to the success of any entrepreneurs. I say that from the beginning. The problem comes from suffer today for a better tomorrow, which may never come, by the way. Paying the price, I'm always asking the same question. You know, to whom you pray it? Who is there fixing the price uh, and deciding that it's yours to be paid and it's that amount? You see, the reality is that as long as you do know and you do enjoy what you are doing, today it will always feel like hustle when you don't enjoy. It will always feel there is something that will create expectation and frustration because tomorrow, 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 tomorrow may never come. You see, I've seen it so many times, so many people pushing it hard and never actually had time to enjoy it because each today they will fight for a better tomorrow and they will pay the price every single day. So why not challenging that instead of, you know, work hard for a better tomorrow? Why not? Just Providing you really want to work hard, work hard to make today better, not tomorrow better. Maybe that's a, a small shift in your mind. Yet, believe me, when you want to make your day better today, you will do a lot more of what you really enjoy and you will sing differently towards the day. There will be no expectation. There will be no frustration about tomorrow because today, at the end of the day, you will feel fulfilled about the way the, way the day went. The next one was that family needs money, and that is precisely what I'm doing. I'm doing this for them. This is also quite an easy one, because it's easy to blame the family for a lot. I mean, it gives quite an argument, isn't it? Yet, providing you ask your own spouse, your own kids, what they, even your own friends, what they will choose for you, they will say, I want him, her to be happy, to spend more time with us. That is priceless, much more than the money they bring to the household, much more than the gift that they may be able to provide. So no, you are not doing this for anyone but you. So why not enjoying it a little bit more? And again, I get it. You want your family to have the means for their lifestyle. Yet, their lifestyle implies you being part of it. And finally, the last one. I'll rest when I'm retired. Now, too many people depend on me. That is true, by the way, for people who have teams. And yet, 
without you taking care of yourself, without you resting, what do you think it will happen with your people? Just think about it. Not resting? When you are sick, or you are not longer there, what may happen to your people? You see, we can go on and on and challenging all of this for hours. And yet, the point is not that. Those beliefs are hard to remove or to change or to transform. Instead, this is easier for you to do it when working with an external coach. And like always during summer, and I'll tell you more about the value of summer break in the next episode, by the way, yet it's a great opportunity to actually start working with a coach. In my own coaching practice, this is usually what happens over summer. My regular clients, which I work with every single week during the entire year, will take a break, including uh, for us working together, yet they will have some homework that we are agreeing and they will do it over the summer by themselves. And they understand the value of that, which I will explain more in the next episode as promised. Yet, there is something else you may want to know as well and take advantage of, which is that in my case and other coaches, successful coaches that I know, may do the same. During, during the summer, as my regular clients I'll not see them for a while, I will have time for what I call some strategic focus session with some new clients. This is actually a great opportunity for entrepreneurs to use their summer break into a more focused strategy sessions with some of the coaches that will indeed help them with those beliefs we have been explored and also rethink the way of working in the future. So I hope this resonates and I'm looking forward to your challenges and questions. Till next, enjoy! This is your entrepreneur story. Thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching, ebooks and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.